everybody. It's Sunday. I'm here. You're there. I hope you are enjoying this. Uh, honest to Pete, it's just gorgeous out there. This Great is great fall weather. This is uh, the most the prettiest fall I can remember in a long time. Yeah. It, it seemed like the last couple falls, it was like pretty gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. This, yeah, uh, let's see, today's Sunday. Friday was beautiful out. And so, and then, and Saturday, uh, yesterday, but Friday was like picture perfect. There was hardly any, you know, wind and such like that. And mm-hmm. oh, geez, it was, it, it just, and same with Thursday, it wasn't too bad either. And so, I mean, I mean, I've really been in the drive in today. It was just like all of a sudden, poof, everything's red, red, orange, orange, yellow, yellow. <laughs> it's like, well, and I think it's going to be gone in a couple of days. So if, yeah. you, if you didn't get it out to get it now, it's going to be gone. But it, it just seems, oh, yeah, it's just beautiful. And you know, when you take pictures, they just don't, well, you know, I don't know. The the colors is not really there. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, you gotta get a real high def camera. You don't have the same like yeah. depth of color. Yeah, it's just simply gorgeous out there. And so I just so I've been enjoying. I'm getting ready for the Thursday's landing day for the Alaskan crew to hit the ground. So I'm um, been a lot, doing a lot of work. <laughs> So I cleaned out the, well, technically it's called my garage, the other half of my obedience school. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I park my four-wheeler, the mower, the, um, uh, my Cushman. Yeah, the toys, as my dad would my call toys. them. toys, yes. And so, anyway, so I got that. So now, now when I go home today, I got some stuff I got to haul away around with, with the Cushman and stuff like that. So, and then when the kids get here, the four-wheeler gets a good workout. I don't use it much. I putts. I'm not a true four-wheeler. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't want to get stuck and I don't want it to get dirty. <laughs> and so it's just like, you know, I just putts with it. <laughs> uh, I go through the pasture and through the woods, you know, all safe places, go over to the neighbors, have a beer. <laughs> oh, I've, I've put a four-wheeler in a ditch before. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I just, uh, I, yeah, I'm just not, uh, not crazy like that. So, <laughs> I just, you know, like I said, then I've got to fix something if I break it, if I ditched it or, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, not me. I just kind of stay on, stay on steady ground. So how was your week? Oh, she Pretty got, good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. You got a call. No, you're good. They're, they're hanging on for a second. Okay. It's been pretty good. Um, my partner, her best friend, got engaged yesterday, and she said yes, so that was um, oh, nice, all very nice. fun and lovely, and everyone is very pleased for them, uh, and I, I finish up dog-sitting this week. I had three dogs in a house that wasn't mine, and they're all from separate houses. All dogs are from separate houses. All dogs are solo dogs from separate houses. Oh, really? And huh. they have grown up very adjacent to each other, kind of like my cabin. We have kind of like a pack yeah, of like yeah, family friend yeah. dogs. So they're fine together, but it was certainly... Um, a circus? Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> and you got one who's... I got Stanley, the two-year-old, who's the biggest. Uh-huh. I got the five-year-old Vishla, who's a wow. neurotic mess. I mean, yes. she's just so scared. Yeah. Um. So if like you touch the food and another dog like looks at her, she won't touch her food for like forty minutes. So oh. we have to like separate everyone for feeding time and everything. <laughs> uh, and then we got the oldest one, who's got uh, some seizure problems. So we got to keep an eye on him. Oh, geez. And he uh, likes to dominance Mount Stanley. Oh, so geez. <laughs> chasing good. around those three dogs. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> good gravy. Yeah, it's, it's craziness. 
That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And you don't you say you got one more week this week and then done or No, I finished up this this past week. So oh. now I'm back home and oh, you, nice. you know, you kind of get like excited to get everyone back home yeah. and you take a deep breath and then I I'm laying in bed and go, "Aw, yeah. I wish I had my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go borrow one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing. There you go. Go get your Stanley. Well, you're, we wrote one of them, your Stanley? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And again, he is the he was the youngest and yet the biggest. And he wanted to play with everyone. Mm-hmm. But he's a little bit much for everybody. everybody yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know there's there's many that play that way. You know, and that's just who they are. It's just like two-legged kids. You know, mm-hmm. there's some that are just obnoxious and push, push, push. And then there's some that are go screaming, make it stop. Yeah, and we, we make them calm down. We I get them focused on me and make them play with me and everything. Keep them away from Pooch, who's the older one, mm-hmm. just because, you know, they don't, they don't want to play like that anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he's a big pit mix. He just wants to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you know, all your your uh, pits and such like that, they're pushy breeds anyway. Boxers, mm-hmm. you know, they're just wah factor. Beezlas, you know, they're they're very, you know, beezlas are just wah factor. They're not really pushy, pushy, you know, type thing. But she was she's physically pushy when she wants affection. It was really interesting. It was like she was specifically trained, don't jump on people. But jumping only included the paws, so she would do this jump wiggle on you like a weird little. <laughs> Like penguin almost, where she'd like kind of jump up and wiggle on you, <laughs> but then be down like, see, I didn't jump on you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, just testing the water to see what you did and did not allow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So the bikes play tomorrow night, so mm-hmm. that's going to be exciting. We always mess it up somehow when we're on national TV, so hopefully we'll, have, we'll come away with our head up and not down. So that'll be good. And so hopefully you guys got some good questions for me today. And uh, it's always uh, dog, cat questions. Uh, fly, fly them at me. I'll be more than happy to, to answer them for you. And uh, if I don't know the answer, I will give you one you believe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, so it, and then we're getting uh, decorated the house for Halloween. I am not a Halloween fan. Don't like scary things. Don't like scary movies. And so all my I dug out. Uh, Santa reminded me that I had some a lot of cute Halloween stuff. That you may are that are happy, you know, like happy ghosts. Yeah, you got to get it out for the kids. You know, happy. And so yesterday when I was cleaning out the garage, I found a bucket of Halloween, and I I totally forgot some of the stuff I had in there. And so now we're Halloweenish for the kids. So when they come Thursday, they um, and you should see uh, Cassandra. She is so um, crafty. Uh, Audrey, who just turned three on Friday, uh, she four. Excuse me. Wait a minute. Four. Three. Gosh, <laughs> you got quite remember. a few of them. <laughs> uh, three. Three. She three because she was uh, she was born in two thousand twenty, and this is two thousand twenty three. So she's three. Yeah. But anyway, she wanted to be a unicorn. And uh, what Cassandra does, she uh, no, she just doesn't go to the store online. She makes it. How she does it, she's got five kids to keep alive, and yet she's making costumes. <laughs> and she, oh, I, um, oh, I got, I got a picture. Remind me before we go. I'll show you the picture of it. And she basically took a. I don't know how you explain it. She got a hoodie, uh, a purple hoodie, mm-hmm. and then she blinged, blinged the pockets, you know, with rhinestones, made a really cool horn for the unicorn. But what she did for the mane, um, it, it's a, it's not a shawl. It, it, it's like a, I don't know what it, what it's called. I'm not in the fashion world. <laughs> um, uh, like a scarf. But a very curly cue, but it was shades of purple, deep purple, light purple, whatever type thing. And so she t- took, cut it in half, and she made the mane 
uh, off the top of the hood, you know, down the. Oh, cool! So it. she was a purple unicorn. Yeah, and it's uh, and then she's used the rest of it for the tail. Oh, uh, cute! Yes, and how she thinks of these things, uh, she's always was very crafty. I'm hoping someday she'll write a book, uh, like her from her Alaskan ventures. She is. She's a superb writer. Just superb. The words she uses to describe things are just. She didn't get it from me. <laughs> I. I don't. I don't speak well. <laughs> but my. You husband, say that after your two decade long career. Yeah, well, I could talk in radio. But, yeah, but I. I could talk. I could answer questions. But how she describes things, feelings, mm-hmm. stuff like is phenomenal. The poetry that she used to write and such like that. So I'm hoping someday she will do a book. The last because she sure got a lot of photos, you know, to back up a book. I mean, I, she could make a coffee table. Book. Hey, t- tell her me and my dad will talk to her about they, an adventure book. Uh, there you go. And, and so, yeah, it's just, uh, she's she's unbelievable. So, yeah, so when she lands on Thursday, then uh, uh, let the shenanigans begin. <laughs> it's going to be nuts, as, as always. But we love it. Okay, we're going to run to break. We're going to come back, and we're going to take your calls. Okay, Halloween jokes. All right, you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, oops, let me get the piece of paper out of the way. Okay, why did the skeleton cross the road? Why did the skeleton cross the road? Simple. We'll be back. Hey, we're back. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, why did the skeleton cross the road? To get back in his grave. <laughs> well, close. Uh, to get to the body shop. To get to the body shop. Yeah, the body shop. You why did some work done. Why did the elephant cross the road? Why did the elephant cross the road to get a peanut? Because nobody will stop him. <laughs> See, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat first? First up, we have Michelle, whose pup has an ACL injury. All right. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Hi, Michelle. Well, hi. How are you, Katie? Good, good. Good. So I have a um, nine-year-old boxer, Lab Mix, who last Sunday just stood up and started limping on her back leg. Okay. Waited 24 hours, took her to the vet, a new vet that I don't have a lot of confidence in. Yeah. And she kind of hummed and hawed. She said, well, I think she tore her ACL. Here's the referral to a surgeon. They'll call you with a quote. Okay. It doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. Other programs, I listened to one, you and Dr. Levy back in November, you were talking about maybe some home remedies yep. or PT or I'm just wondering, I know you're not medical, but I'd like your opinion. Um, like, uh, see, my personal opinion is, is that sometimes with the right supplements and stuff like that and with the correct rest, you know, you can, it can be repaired. It depends if it's a clear tear or, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, you know, totally tear, you know, type thing or a slight tear, you know, did you, did they take x-rays? What did they do? They, they took an x-ray, and she kind of went over it with me, but again, it wasn't a, a very confident sort of evaluation. Okay. And I okay. don't know if there's, if there's degrees of ACL tears. She oh, yeah. No yeah, there is. It. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. And so you, you own that x-ray, okay? And so you could have others look at it and get opinions, like, you know, set up a, a, a consult with Dr. Levy, because she did, she'd be the one to give you, I know the standard process uh, uh, supplements that will help, you know, regenerate. You know, that will help men, you know what I mean? It just is 
help support. There we go. And so anyway, uh, that's what I would do. It's just you own the x-ray is that get a couple of different opinions uh, of people that can read. You know, like when we had Dr. Ralph on is how it's read. You know, one person will see one thing. Another person will see another thing. OK. Yeah. And so you might be what that's what I would do is I would because uh, a lot of times when, when one AC I'll go out and you do the surgery, it's usually within a year. The other one will go out because um, during the rehab of the original one that went out, the other one is t- compensating for it. All right. And so then what happens is that then all of a sudden that won't go out. Uh, if you talk to most people that have ACL tears is that the, and the biggest thing is obviously the dog be a uh, good weight, not overweight. And then now you got to quit the jumping and you got to, you know, now I know for a boxer boy, I'll tell you, that's going to be a tough one. And, uh, but there's just so many things you can do. But I, I would, I would suggest that you uh, email Dr. Levy and, uh, and get her opinion and uh, go from there. Is what I'd okay. say, okay? Because, like okay. I said, I have seen ACLs, men, but it's a, it's a, it's a journey. You know, it's going to be a little bit. It's not going to happen in two weeks, you know. But it. it Anticipate that. And I listened, like you said, your broadcast back in November, and she had a lot of good suggestions. Yep. Supplements. So. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And then, sure. like I say, have have Levy uh, take a look at the X-rays and see what she says. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thank okay. You. One more. Question. Sure. Um, Ross eating. I've been a Ross eater for seven years, commercially fed. Oh, nice. Well, for you, I've listened to you forever. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but I'm wondering if just raw commercial feeding is getting too confined and not rotating enough. Um, you know, that's my, my opinion. You know, dogs are supposed to be trash cans. They were put on here to be trash cans. Eat good stuff along with bad stuff. And so I went off with all my dogs. I always did, uh, a rotation of sometimes, you know, freeze dried raw, uh, kibble. They get kibble a couple times a week, uh, table scraps. You know what I mean? I was, I, I constantly rotated. I, I never just fed raw. So that's yeah. my opinion of that, you know. So, you know, I just think the more rotation you can do and the more table scraps, and you shouldn't say it's table scraps, the leftovers from what you were eating, <laughs> you know. But remember, don't feed them at the same time as you're eating. That's how a dog becomes a beggar if you feed them as you are eating. So you just put aside what you're going to feed, give the dog, and then when you get done eating, then you go put it in his dish or her dish, Okay. Um, do you know what's the, the kibble? Can you freeze that? I know it goes rancid quick. If I'm only going to give it like a couple times. Yeah, you can freeze it. Yep. I tell people use a freezer bag yeah, and burp the air out of it. And you bet you can freeze the kibble. It's uh, it's great to do that, especially people that have small dogs, you know, like, you know, like, you know, under 10 pounds, you know, the, the smallest bag you can get is like six or eight pounds. And that's, man, that's pretty near five months worth of feeding for some little dogs. <laughs> so I tell people to cut it in threesies, foursies, depending on the size of dogs, and then just write on the outside what it is. Is it turkey? Is it beef? Is it venison? You know, so you know in the freezer what's in that because they all look the same. Yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah, definitely. You can do that. Okay. Remember to re remember to rehydrate the the kibble. Don't feed the kibble whole. You know, put it in the bowl, put hot tap water till it floats nicely, put it aside, come back in a half hour, check it out. If you have to add more water, otherwise mix up, put your supplements in and feed. Okay, we'll do. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And thanks for listening. Bye bye. Yeah, no, thanks. You guys are great. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye.
Yeah, I don't know what that crackle. I know, that was a little crunchy. I'm yeah, keep an eye on that line. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's kind of like, mm. I don't know if it was her end or our end. Oh, woof, little... I hope it's not ours Yeah, again. no kidding, no kidding. We don't need that. Well, you know what that makes me think of? What was it, two weeks ago, we were discussing the difference between an X-ray and an MRI. Yeah. And oh, that right there oh, is, is like one of the big differences that an MRI will show you for sure mm-hmm. what's going on with that ACL. Yeah. But yeah. an X-ray, you can just get a suggestion based on shadows. Right, right. And so, well, that's it. Not an MRI, an ultrasound. We, uh, an the ultrasound, yeah. Yes. Well, the ultrasound might the MRI would show everything. Yeah, but boy, but, for to do it for a dog. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. You got that ching ching. I've had I've had three and you boy, personally. Yeah, athletic injuries. Oh. I I got a bad ankle. I've had uh, multiple concussions. I got six concussions in two years. Holy moly, lady! What were you doing? Skiing, downhill ski racing. Oh, I was trying lordy. to go to the Olympics. Oh lordy, lordy, lordy! Uh-huh. Well, congratulations. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never dove into things that, like I say, I just I spent all my years riding horses. That's I. I was really lucky all the times I got dumped. We didn't use helmets back in the day, yeah. and all the time that we got dumped, you know, I didn't break nothing, I didn't hurt nothing, I just I swore at the horse and got back up again. <laughs> no way we went. It's concussions and ACLs, so those are those things that, like, as athletes, you gotta you gotta look out for them. And we stopped tracking it as much as we should have, so uh-huh. you gotta be careful. But you were exactly right about that. Uh, compensating and favoring the other yes. ACL causes yep. tears. Yep, I know so many people that has happened to. Yep, no, that's exactly what happens, and that's why if you you can do it. And same with the people that have hip surgery uh, for dogs, you know, type thing. You know, the dogs don't understand, you know, when a person gets a hip surgery, you can talk it out. Okay, try This is what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, take it easy. Yeah, and most people, though, they don't. See, what gets me is that when a dog goes through hip surgery, ACL surgery, uh, anything like that, the vets don't put into it a rehabilitation, like, physical therapy because the best for any hip surgery or ACL surgery is exercise. They'll give you things that you can do to manipulate, but all the dog does once is wince or yelp. And then the owner can't do it anymore. I don't want to hurt my dog, Mm -hmm. but the dog needs this. And then, and also what I don't get is why there's not more water therapy. I was going to say water therapy is so good. I don't understand that because that's, that should be anytime there's an ACL or a hip that, okay, this is part of the, the, uh, the, uh, because it makes, the vets, um, their surgery will be more enhanced with the proper physical therapy. Whereas if they don't do the proper therapy, the surgeon looks like he didn't do his job. So I don't get why they don't, vets clinics don't have the hydrotherapy. I know there's one in St. Louis Park. I think there's one in Hudson, Wisconsin. I think there's one up in Blaine, if I'm not mistaken. And, and the thing is, is that that's it. It, they, we need more. I mean, if, to me, why why doesn't every clinic either they don't have to have it because I know they spend a lot of money for all their their equipment and such like that. But there should be. Why isn't there like you know uh, hydrotherapy? You know, whereas they write a prescription or whatever type thing. Okay, this is a long goes along. You have to do at least you know three or four times after the surgery. You know, in this uh, uh, you know in the hydrotherapy, uh, and so I just don't get why they don't pursue that and i know it's just more money but wouldn't you want though the surgery to go perfect you know with the proper therapy that's what i don't get so anyway so hey give a holler 651-641-1071 okay why what do ghosts use to wash their hair what do ghosts use to wash their hair throwback
Imagine me, Dracula, barely able to lift myself out of my coffin. I was tired, out of shape. Chasing humans and sucking their blood was draining me. But then I joined the YMCA. It was like night and darker night. My energy and well-being have improved. I can't see myself in the mirror, but people tell me I look less stressed. And it was definitely the Vi that helped me. I'd stake my life on it. Wait, forget I said that. Join the Vi at YMCANorth.org. She do to me, diggity, dog diggity. All right, where are we at? Uh, da-da, da-da, da-da. What do ghosts use to wash their hair? Shampoo. Very good. Shampoo. But then why I started laughing is because i never seen a ghost with hair. <laughs> I'm like, really, that's kind of a dumb joke. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. You want Casper squeaky clean? Yeah, there you go. I used to love that Casper the Friendly Ghost. I, I thought that was I so did too. Cool. That, uh, the Christina Ricci Casper movie from like the 90s was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Oh, uh, yeah, Casper. Just, that was pretty good. You talk about the movie movie? Not the movie. That, the like, movie, the movie. live yeah, action yeah, with okay. Christina Ricci. Okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was good. But I uh, the uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost cartoon. Mm-hmm. Is what I grew up on and loved. I loved all of them, and now they're probably banned because of all the uh, violence. <laughs> in a lot of those well, cartoons. there's some weird subtext even in that '90s movies about the um, violence surrounding Casper and the three, like his uncle ghosts. They have a weird. They have a weird past. But yeah. I'd, I'd say it's ripe for a resurgence after Wednesday did so well. There you go. Bring back Casper. There you go. You know, to your lips, from your lips to somebody's listening ears. Every they're making remaking everything. Yeah, it's, just, it's unreal. There are new Frasers coming out. Yes. in October. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of tickled about that because I do. I used to love Frasier. I love that show. Funny. Yeah, and it, well, Cheers. You know, Cheers is a given. Yeah, Frasier was good. Okay, who's up? Well, we have Barb up who wants to give a testimonial on avoiding dry food. Oh yay! Hey Barb, how you doing? Oh hi Katie. Hi. How are you? Good, and yourself? I'm doing really well. Oh, good. I just wanted to let your listeners know that you know what you're talking about. (laughs) Some days. Thank you. Why, what did I say right? (laughs) Well, so um, I've been always feeding my dog the food uh, watered down. Okay. You know, until everything soaks up. Yep. Yeah. And right now I'm watching my son's dog, who is 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And my son is like, yeah, I put the food down and he just, you know, he might eat like maybe a little bit of it. Sometimes he doesn't eat anything all day, you know. Oh, my. And um, so, of course, I rehydrate his food. All right. And he is eating absolutely every single kibble. Ta da! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just thought, you know, everybody should know that that really is. <laughs> it does make a huge you know, difference. Very simple. Yep, yep. And then the other thing is that I would imagine with a dog that old, oh, that's pretty tough on his system to yes. be eating all that, you know? Well. Well, see, and dogs don't chew their food. They slam it. You know, it's very right. rare that you ever see a dog actually chew their food. It's just bolt yeah. it and then drink a whole bunch of water and all that sits in their gut. And it's been, uh, I've helped so many people that where the dogs are having uh, loose stools. So just rehydrate the food. 
And in 48 hours, yeah. they got a, they've been going to the vet for all these complications of, oh, we can't get the stools right. And as soon as they rehydrated the food, then it was a whole different ball game. Dog was happier, and the doo-doos were far, firm. So it worked out really cool. So Yeah, well, I just thought, you know, I would just support you in that. Well, thank you so much. That is so nice when people actually listen and then actually do and then actually say, hey, it worked. It's cool. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That so. is cool. Hopefully he'll continue it now. Well, I don't know. He feeds the blankety-blank food to okay. him. And, oh, okay. We, we won't go there. Oh, well, when you have we him, you, you can do it right for him. So Yeah. That, that's but good. I will say, just in closing, that this dog is a... Uh, a U.S. champion for scajoring. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wow. So he's been a wonderful athlete, and he's a good guy, and and Grandma's taking good care of him. Excellent. Excellent. Grandma's always do. <laughs> yeah. And Grandma's always, always know. Do. Thank you, Barb. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's always good to get positive feedback. Well, you know, and I have the same experience when I dog sit, too. Uh, I, every time someone's like, oh, you know, they graze, so we just put their food out and they'll graze throughout the day. They don't, they don't really eat all at once. Uh-huh. I've never had that experience. I just, I, I hydrate the food and you can't really screw with something's diet by adding nope. water. Nope. And they always eat it in one sitting yep. in under five minutes. Yep. No, it, it does. It makes a huge difference. It's a less stress on the gut. So, And then the people that free feed their food, and we've talked to this about that many times, leave the food all the time for both dogs and cats. you got to remember that air is the biggest uh, culprit of making dry food go rancid and stale. And so what happens is that, you know, dogs eat according to smellability. Cats, I believe believe cats are more of a texture. It seems like if the bigger the nugget, the less they like it. And if it's a smaller, like round nugget, you know, the cats, they like it better. Because cats lick their food more so than mm-hmm. grab it and eat it type thing. And so, um, but anyway, but yeah, I just wish people would just, you know, just rehydrate the food. Try it for two weeks and see what the difference is. And just have set feeding times. And you don't, if your dog goes nuts at feeding time, you know, where they're, you know, over the counter, under your feet, okay, what you're going to do is like maybe first thing in the morning is uh, make the, the, you know, make breakfast and dinner, put them aside, but make sure you cover it really well, like with a, you know, like a Tupperware cover or, you know, a Pyrex cover, you know, it has to be airtight, sealed, because remember, air makes it go rancid and such like that, but anyway, and so, um, and then change your feeding times, don't do the feeding times at the times they're used to, and so then all of a sudden, you just kind of walk in, grab the dish, you know, put it down and say, ciao, and the dog's like, huh? <laughs> and he had, didn't have time to go in overdrive and get all hyped out, but some people love that, because oh, look at he can't wait for dinner, you know, bring that owner joy to watch the dog be going nuts and uh, so it's it's uh, whatever works for your household that's you know you could change anything yeah as long as you want i really want to change it but if you don't mind the dog doing back flips handsprings and stuff like that at dinner time then so be it just leave it the way it is but please rehydrate the dry food it really does make a difference and i wish all the police officers that have canine officers i sure i wish they would uh uh, remember this because they ask so much of those dogs and those dogs are always on and I know there's a uh, uh, when I worked with them a couple of years ago there was 12 dogs in the program and one dog on the 8th week I think died of bloat and I just told the person that was mm-hmm. running the class I said you know we re- these guys are athletes you know these dogs and so I said they're asking these and a lot of the guys the canine officers have never even had a dog before 
you know, so they're not familiar with it. Well, and those breeds they use are so susceptible to blow. Yes, exactly. And so that's why if all the canine officers, uh, you know, and I mean, you guys rehydrate the food. So then you're minimizing the chance of bloat to like 99.9%. They will not bloat. So just rehydrate it because, like I say, they just are too, uh, they just over, you know, the dogs are like, you know, running, jumping, twisting, you know, on overdrive. And that's the worst thing. And an hour before dinner and an hour after dinner, you shouldn't be doing any kind of hard work anyway, you know, with any dog, any athlete, you know, whether it's a herding dog, a canine officer, whatever type thing. So, hey, give it, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. I went to call into the station, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago uh, during Donna and down in Steve's show. And I, I'm looking at the telephone. Every week I say this, 651 <laughs> And so I'm looking at the thing, I'm like, oh, okay. I had to say the exact, I didn't need the 651. I just need, you know, it was, it was, I just, I laughed myself stupid on that one. It's just like, <laughs> come on. How many years I've been saying this phone number? <laughs> yeah, but it's so different when you're on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Well, you like, and how many, how often do you call yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm, th- I'm thinking today's a beautiful day and everybody's out enjoying it, you know, raking leaves. Because they're supposed to get rain, I think, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday. We might get a little sprinkle tomorrow morning in like oh, okay. the wee hours. Oh, okay. But otherwise, tomorrow's supposed to be very much similar to today. Yeah. And so like I said, I imagine a lot of people are doing the leaf pickups. And uh, as a kid, you know, jumping in a pile of leaves, there's nothing fun. I love the smell, that fall smell. It's just like now talking about it now, I could just, ah, I can smell it. <laughs> yeah, like it's wet so leaves. Cool. Yeah, it's so cool. So anyway, yep, 651-641-1071. Okay, so and, and like I say, back to the food, you know, it's rotation is huge. You know, whether you do some dry, but you got to rehydrate that, some freeze-dried. All freeze-dried is is the raw with the moisture taken care out of it. Dehydrated. Dehydrated is... Um, uh, like army rations and some of them have a potato base. So you got to pay attention to that because you don't want it. potato is heavy in starch and that's harder to dog to digest. And that's why like a lot of those, um, the, the chews that look green. Okay. And some people, you know what I mean? If they look well, like the greenies. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to, I don't want to get in a lot. <laughs> okay. You said it. <laughs> I said it. I could be wrong. It's that green thing. Yeah. Yep. The green chews out there for both dogs and cats. If people would read what it, that is, all it is is starch. If you took a, a cookie cutter that was the shape of a bone, filled it with starch, put some green food coloring in, bingo, you just made yourself one. And so that's why um, I, I had a client a long time ago, uh, a little chihuahua, and they went, we were talking to an outside, see if the dog had to go potty, and the dog did a doo-doo, and it was like a green pea that came out, and just slime. And I said, let me guess, your dog loves, you know, the green chews, right? Yeah, she just loves them. I said, well, let's stop that. Do you see this? All that slime is starch that has coated your dog's gut system. You know, and the chihuahuas isn't that big anyway. I think that chihuahua weighed maybe five pounds of that. So I said, you know, the thing is, is that just because they make it for dogs doesn't mean that they should give it to the dog. <laughs> I also see no prolonged evidence of them being good for dental health. Oh, the dogs, no. the dogs I babysat who have like, oh, he has a greenie every yes. night. Yep. They tend to have the worst teeth. <laughs> yep, they do. Because it, you're right. Because how do you, how you clean our teeth with metal instruments? How do you clean a dog teeth is with raw bones. 
a gnawing bone, you know, okay, like a hip or joint bone, mm-hmm. you know, bone, um, but a gnawing bone. So chewing on something that's soft once the saliva hits it, you know, is not going to scrape those teeth and keep them clean like, you know, people think. So you, you've got to use some common sense. Does this make any sense? And everybody knows I don't like rawhide chews, pig ears, pizzles, all this kind of stuff. It's all saturated with salt. And believe it or not, to, for them to sit on a shelf unpackaged, Okay, some of them are packaged, but most of them aren't. Okay, it takes a lot of preservatives, you know, to keep them so they don't rot. And so most of them, remember, there is no labels on any of those things. But if you dig deep, guess what's in almost all of them to help preserve them? Formaldehyde. So you're embalming your pet before need be. You know, so that's why, like I said, don't buy the those things that can, especially if your dog is dealing with health problems for PD sakes. You you want to make sure that you know you can do uh, good things for the dog. So, okay, we're gonna run to break. We're gonna come back. Let's see what we're gonna do. Which is the most important stuff? No, we did that last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. Uh huh. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Have a good song. I didn't think it needed to be done again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I like Luke Combs. <laughs> My ba- all-time favorite song um, from uh, Breakfast at Tif- Tiffany. Is it Breakfast at Tiffany? No, it wasn't that. Moon River? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. My mom used to play that on the piano. My mom was a beautiful piano player. And that was my, always my favorite song. It was just very... And on Good Morning America, uh, not Good Morning, uh, Sunday morning, they had... Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, Mancini's. They're redoing their, the songs, like with... Um, what's his name? Boule? Boule? What's his Buble? name? Yeah, Boule. Boule. <laughs> Michael Boule. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Boule. <laughs> but anyway, and so it was really interesting to hear that, that that song almost got cut, you know, from the movie. And uh, and it didn't, and it went on to win Oscars. And, it and was it's re- still wildly famous. Frank Ocean, a really famous R&B singer, did a version of it a few years ago. I love that one. Yep, that was really Great. cool. I um I had a piano, and I, you know, t- just didn't keep up with it. So I wanted to go a good home. And so my girlfriend, Cheryl, her daughter wanted a piano. <laughs> and, and she sings, and all her kids sing. They really are awesome singers. I mean, we're talking, like, almost opera stuff, you know, the big, yeah. massive choirs and stuff like that. So I told uh, 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 Chelsea that uh, you could have the piano under one stipulation. You you learn uh, Moon River, and you sing it to me. <laughs> That's a good stipulation. Yeah, and she did. It was great. Cute. Okay, why are ghosts so bad at lying? Because you can see right through them. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Good at the ghost ones. There you go. Yes, we got we got that. Are you going to any Halloween parties? Um, actually, my mom's neighborhood yeah. usually throws like a big Halloween party, which is fun sometimes. Otherwise, oh, cool. I do movie nights with people or go to a haunted house. I love doing like haunted houses and stuff like that. I have not nailed down my plans for the night of. Oh, okay. I'm still trying to get tickets to the thing at the zoo where they have the lantern, jack-o'-lantern walkthrough. Oh, okay. I tend to do that every year, and that's nice. really cool. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. It's a lot of standing in line, but if you... Get a drink and enjoy your friends. It's yep. not too bad. Okay. And then the jack-o'-lanterns themselves are so impressive. Really? And they're set up so beautifully. Oh, nice. And so when you do them at night, it just feels like you're surrounded in the trees by jack-o'-lanterns. Wow, interesting. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and remember, Nutrisource also is uh, just came out with their freeze dried food because we were talking about freeze dried, and um, um, I've been giving. And they also came out with a cat version. They got, got it for cats and dogs, and so uh, that's huge, you know. To, but to check out their uh, most places. I know the spikes in Horse Lake has got it. Uh, you can go online to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and then look up the freeze dried for dogs and cats and then there's a locator there you put and then they'll tell you where the nearest by you you can pick up some of the, their freeze-dried so i'm just so happy that they're they're getting into freeze-dried now so it's so it's, it's very cool so anyway so nutrisourcepetfoods.com okay who's up well we have barb whose dog has been um non-stop barking ah that's not good <laughs> that could be irritating <laughs> <laughs> indeed hey barb how you doing Good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. So what's what kind of dog? Brandy, and she's two years plus a couple months. Okay. Um, she, she's a good girl, really good girl. Um, but she, she barks at everything, um, and especially when someone comes to the door. I yep. know that's her job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really gets annoying when she won't stop. Right. And um, we have workers coming at our house like for the next couple of weeks uh redoing the basement and okay. it's just driving her nuts okay um, and what so. kind of dog did you say she is what breed cocker spaniel oh cocker spaniel okay two years old yeah okay yep. okay when she when she barks what do you do or say stop okay that's it Qu- or quiet okay or See what you got to do is you got there's got to be a quiet word and it has to be consistent. You know I like the word just plain quiet. Ah, you're gonna preface it with a growl. Ah, and then quiet. Okay, and then uh, have you tried the spray bottle? Uh, take a hair mister, plant mister, fill it with water, set it on stream. And it, yep. it's okay now for the dog to bark before somebody's at the door. But then once you see who it is, and then her job is done, and you step up to the plate. Quiet. If they don't quiet, blast them with the water. Hey, quiet. As soon as she quiets, you're not going to say good girl. They get her all nutsy in the headsy. Okay, that it's like recess. We don't have to put, think. And so anytime she does something well, you're going to be calm and steady. Thank you. Or very nice. That was very, and if she's going to start bark, ah, 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 quiet. As soon as she quiets, thank you. That was very nice. That was very nice. Be calm and collected. Because otherwise, if you start screaming, like, you know, knocking out bad dogs, hey, my the dog is like, let's all bark together and see who can be the loudest. Okay? So you've got to be what you want the dog to be. Calm and collected. But you have to teach her the word, what you need. Ah, glass. Blast with the water. Quiet. Ah, quiet. And if you know somebody's coming over at a certain time, you know, you could let her drag a leash around. So that you can just quick step on it so that you've got control of the situation. She doesn't like run from it and bark from uh, from the opposite side of the room. <laughs> okay. But what you want to work on now is what quiet, the word quiet, well, a quiet enough, enough, you decide. But don't say the word stop because then that also can be pertain to other things. You want one meaning per word. And so quiet obviously is a barking thing or enough, but prefaces it with a growl. And it has to be low and slow, like a growl, like mom would be. Ah, quiet. So she's quiet. Oh, thank you. You don't have to pet her or anything like that. Just a verbal thank you is fine. Does that make sense? It does. And I have used primarily the word, me and my husband, um, the word quiet. Okay. But she keeps on doing it. She keeps on barking even louder. It's almost like to spite us. Right. But no, but did you use the water? 
Um, at, sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. So okay. we just need to be more consistent. Right, and when, when you use the blast of water, not a spray, a stream, then mm-hmm. does, she, does she back off? Yes. Okay. She doesn't like it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because she has to learn that when she, she has to learn to listen to the word quiet means that's it, zip it. All right, so that you don't need the water anymore. Always set yourself up so you will win as far as keep it by the door. Keep it by places like the path going to the door. <laughs> but see, like I said, you can, that's fine to let her bark until you see who it is. And then once you're okay with who it is, then her job is done. Hey, quiet. Thank you. Now, do you do anything else with her? I mean, like as far as make her think, name her toys, teach tricks. Do you do anything else with her? Yeah, she does tricks. Okay. Tricks. Yep. Because yep. that's a lot of dogs are more barky. If they're uh, you got smart dogs with no jobs, then they make their own jobs. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, but mm-hmm. but if you you know don't and, and people are very uh, chill on that. Well, okay, once you can walk the dog on a leash, nice, and they down and they stay and da, 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 they they don't proceed and keep moving the dog forward. Each dog, especially an active dog or a dog that you know is more, a lot of reactive, that they need more jobs, and so they she should be learning a new word every week. You know, this week you name this toy. Uh, maybe it's going to be Dolly. Okay, next week then we're going to name another or we're going to teach a trick each week. She should learn something new, and then when he got five minutes, work on it. Got a, ten minutes, work on it. Got a minute, work on it. So it keeps her looking to you for direction. You're building teamwork, and then plus, you're draining her brain. You're giving her thing new things to learn, and so then that makes the brain calm down and steady out. But you know, if they, if they're not, if it's always exactly the same, then before you, the dog is just like, yeah, whatever, and you know, barkety, barkety, barkety. It's very normal for uh, not nor- you know, where for dogs on that for barking. So you know what I mean. Whereas they 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 they're missing a job. They need a job. So that's why I give her things to do mentally, and then she'll be a lot less barky, reactive, and looking more to you for direction. Does okay, that, does that help? Yeah, okay, can, thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Oops. Oh, there we go. Frankenstein, which can you make me lemonade? We'll be back in a second.